0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode 213 of 15 with Andy, Randy, and Jeff. It is the July 1st of summer, and it's officially settled in for the long haul here in Florida. 2020 has been such an odd year with many firsts for the world to deal with, but this week brings us back to something familiar that we look forward to each year, and no, it's not summer. But every year at Whole Life Church, our summer series Each year, our members take over the pulpit and bring messages from their perspective, and it always is a treat to get to know them a little bit better. Of course, this year has presented new and unknown challenges, even to the most of mundane things like going to the grocery store. So why would our summer series be any different? This year, instead of preparing messages, Andy is actually sitting down, personally distanced on the stage from our guest speakers, but he's sitting down with each of them, and interviewing them from their perspectives, what it means to live in the now, living a whole life, even when the now is also the unknown, seemingly from day to day. We're never really sure what's going on, it seems like. So the essence of the message series is called This Is Whole Life, and this week was living in the now. This is part one of four. And the outline asked, what have we learned during this unique time in history? How is our response to this current situation with COVID affected by our relationship with God? So this week, it's just me. You haven't heard Jeff or Andy yet, and they're not here. It's been a crazy few weeks for years, truly, with a ton of long days, late nights, and just been trying to keep up with all the deadlines. And this week, with the current series being an interview format, kind of didn't know what I wanted to do, how we were going to tackle the podcast, and a little last minute, but hopefully something to think on for this week and for the future is what we will take out of our time together this week. This past week, Andy sat down with Olga Melnick to share her family story about facing the pandemic head on as her entire immediate family and their household came down with COVID-19. Now, if you haven't had a chance to watch her story, you can do it online at Sermons, Or you can just swipe up in today's show notes and listen to our companion podcast, Speaking of Grace. That episode dropped on Tuesday night this past week. This week, one day earlier than you're listening to this. I think I said that right. Anyway, Speaking of Grace, the link is in the show notes or slash podcast. If you scroll to the bottom of the page, you will find a link for that podcast and a little listen now button. It'll take you to the online player. So if you're on your PC, your Mac, super easy, your desktop at work, you can just listen to it there. Don't even have to get your phone out. All right. I'm not going to give you a recap of her story, but rather just a few takeaways because we didn't have any takeaways this week, but just a few takeaways from their experience that I think are worth considering and maybe giving our, well, and for sure giving our attention to so many people are living in fear right now in the world. All you have to do is, I don't know, listen to anyone that wants to have a conversation or go on social media or listen to experts on TV and on top of all the normal things that we might normally trade our joy for and worrying about, we've added the heavy burdens of increased racial tensions with everything that's been happening since the Floyd murder and, and of course, COVID-19. So n- none of us want to deal with anything more than we absolutely have to as a baseline when it comes to drama, when it comes to... Just heavy things, even light things. We just don't want to deal with anything more than we have to. But this year has been unusually stressful, even without just a daily dose of the normal evening news that would normally be in place. We add these other things that are so heavy on top of it. Well, the Bellmicks found themselves in the position that millions around the world have been trying to avoid since the beginning of this year COVID 19. Everyone in their immediate household contracted the virus. And really, with so many outcomes that are really unknown by infected people, whether you know, they're the different ages, different levels of health, and, and probably a pile of factors we aren't even completely aware of, you can imagine the weight that came into their house and onto their shoulders and onto their hearts with family members fitting into different categories that I just mentioned. And of course, outcomes are uncertain. There's so many things that we don't know about this virus. But as she told the story, here's what stuck with me most and what uplifted me as she told her story. Andy asked her, what was your biggest fear? And while she did admit there were some episodic worries for family members who were affected worse than others, specifically your husband, Igor, and you know, they were all affected by the virus, but she said, honestly, I did not feel fear. Fear was not part of our experience. Fear was not part of our experience. That alone is beautiful to see anyone, but especially a Christian family that has learned to lean into God and his promises to face the unknown without fear is something we all need to see because it reminds us of how God wants us to live our lives each and every day, COVID or not. If it can be done in a pandemic, how much easier should it be for us in our daily lives? And as she said the words, I thought, that's pretty amazing. This is something that you can't get away from. Social media, news, conversations, even at the grocery store with someone in the aisle through your mask. It's COVID, 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 COVID. It's just COVID overload. And I immediately thought, all right, I'm going to guess that the confidence comes from God. And I was right. But there was a part of their story that I hadn't heard before, something that I was unaware of, and I still don't know the whole story. But sometime after their arrival in the U.S. and becoming members at Whole Life Church, which was Florida Hospital Church at that time, they lost a son. Now, most of us can't even imagine that level of devastation. And her response to that tragedy and identifying that tragedy as a building block, she said, that stage of our life, we just made a choice to trust God. And it's just been part of our family experience all, all up until now. We just trust God. And everything is under His control. So it's going to be good. Oh, well that's easy. We're just going to trust God. And everything is under His control. So it's going to be good. So simple. Things that we already know. Something that we don't or maybe we shouldn't have to be reminded of. It's good to be reminded of. That's what made this so, just really so heartwarming to me. And it just really grabbed my attention was the confidence. And the visual lack of fear as she was was telling this and saying, you know, our life, we've gone through much worse than this. Even regardless of not knowing the outcome. We knew the outcome of this tragedy in our life earlier in it reminds us that when we go through other things that seem so difficult it's really preparing us for other things and she mentioned that the times that we're living in and not being able to worship together and be together and while those are all negatives in some ways they're also positive it's teaching us how to live and prepare for the future and for what we know is the end of the world as we know it before Jesus comes and You know, I think given the choice, we'd all choose less crisis in our lives, much less COVID-19, and certainly the loss of a child. But in the face of the latter, choosing to just trust God has served them as individuals and as a family ever since. And it's preparing them and has prepared them for what they faced in the midst of a global pandemic that just mentioning it to some people gives them the sweats and just makes them feel so anxious and so, so fearful. And so being able to say with confidence, fear was not part of our experience. That just, that's just something I don't want to forget in the midst of this story to apply to my own life. And I'll admit, I mean, the, the, the pandemic hasn't really I don't know. It hasn't caused me to be fearful. It hasn't caused me to really be apprehensive, to be more careful, be, I've always been a pretty good hand washer and a, you know, and then, you know, don't touch your face, wear your mask, do this, do that. All the best that we think we know about it or don't know about it or stay home as much as you can avoid large places, but not living in fear, just saying God's got this. And to see that though, when it's one thing for yourself, but it's another thing when it's your kids. And um, her mother-in-law lives with them, and she's older, so she's in a higher risk group. And when you, it starts to be people close to you, it's so easy to just feel fear and to feel apprehensive and to, you know, wring those hands a little bit and to worry and just cause yourself all this emotional stress and discomfort that just takes away so much joy. And so much happiness from us when really just looking at it to say, honestly, eh, I didn't feel fear. Fear was not part of our experience. It's so simple and I keep saying it, but I just keep trying to figure out all the ways in which that is so powerful. But it just feels right when you hear it and you see her say it and you can tell that she believes it. You can tell that she and her family are living their life that way. And I don't know Olga really well. She's always been a really good friend of Emily and my family. And so it's always a smile and a hug. And she's always just seemed like a really, really warm person. And this was just, I wasn't surprised by anything she said, honestly, but I was surprised with the confidence in which she said it. And that I think is part of what just brought me into her story. So again, if you haven't, you know, if you've missed the message and you haven't seen it and maybe don't have time to watch it, check out speaking of grace and listen to it because you'll still hear the conviction in her voice. And I don't know about you, but I really like a Russian accent or a British accent, you know, Eastern Europe, those kinds of accents are always intriguing to me. So even if you're just someone who likes to listen it's a good accent and a good interview to sit and listen to because it's pleasing to the ear. At least it is for me. All right. One of the things that she relies on for her confidence, Andy Esther, well, you know, is there, a, is there a quote? Is there a Bible verse? And almost predictively, she said, Psalms 34, 8. And many of us may know this by heart, but if not, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. So even if this fear was not a part of our experience and we've had this tragedy and maybe you've not had that kind of tragedy in your life or nothing that's caused you to put God in a place that they have where it causes the rest of your life to just go, fear is not going to be part of my experience. Not to say you'll never have fear, but in a general sense, I just, I'm not going to live in fear that's a pretty good verse and it's a pretty good chapter. I read through the whole chapter a couple times this uh, preparing because I wasn't sure what we were going to talk about. But when you put that verse with it and something so simple, taste and see that the Lord is good. And when he brings you through something else, know that he's going to bring you through everything else in the future. It's a good verse to always have at the ready as a reminder of who has us in his plans, in his hands, and in his protection for now and through eternity. So it's just something to think about. For me, when I'm going through my week and if things are going not so well or even just ho-hum, not necessarily bad, not necessarily good, these little things that you kind of hold on to that God's in control. So it's going to be good, right? Like we know that. So these are just little things to hold on to and taste and see that the Lord is good. That's something that you can keep on the tip of your tongue and at the ready at all times. So this was just a little piece of the overall story that she shared with Andy. And I'd encourage you to watch and listen or listen, watch whichever way and not miss the matter-of-factness and the conviction that is just so evident in her as she describes this reliance on God and just their refusal to allow fear to guide their family. It really was powerful. It was interesting. They shared the part of their immigration story, coming to America, all packed in eight suitcases. And I'm thinking to myself, I don't think I could pack my home studio into eight suitcases. Uh, uh, my wardrobe, probably. I don't know about my girls, but I'm maybe my wardrobe. So I'm thinking... I'd like to know more about that story. So there was a lot of intriguing things. So just just don't miss it. You'll be happy that you took, I think it's about 20 minutes. I think you'll be happy that you did. So anyway, how about you? Send us your questions or your comments. Maybe you've got some answers or insights about this that you, maybe you have on ways that we can lean into God with confidence and just ways that you found to not let fear be part of your experience would actually absolutely love to hear them. You can send a voicemail or text to four oh seven nine six five one six zero seven. Or as always, send it an email to podcast at whole Someone the other week sent me a text message and said, I sent an email to podcast at wholelifechurch.org. And I'm like, I know it's a habit that dot org has been ingrained in us, hospitalchurch.org, but it's podcast at whole life church. So the church is the, is the org part. It's a little weird. I know, but anyway, if you do that, I will share by either reading your texts and your emails, or if you send me a voicemail, I'll just play it on next week's episode. If you'd like and share that with others, because I think the power of our stories are usually lost on us as individuals, but not on those that hear it. You say who in the world would ever want to hear what I have to say. Trust me, lots of people would love to hear what you have to say, especially if you have something like this that you can share. Helps us all. That'd be great. All right. Our summer series will continue next week and Andy will be sitting down with whole life members, Dr. Vincent and Grace Sue, I believe H S U, I believe it's just pronounced Sue. If not, no offense taken, hopefully, because I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure, pretty sure that's what it is. I have met them multiple times. They are wonderfully loving and lovable people. We share an affinity for coffee at church retreat. So that's kind of how we got to know each other. And you will definitely not want to miss what they're going to be talking about. To wrap it up, in case you have not heard July 4th, as previously advertised, I believe Jeff and I talked about it last week after Andy left the podcast to catch his meeting. We will not be reopening in-person worship at Whole Life Church on July 4th as we thought. To find out the latest from Pastor Andy himself on this subject, you can visit wholelife.church coronavirus, and you will find the link in today's show notes. So just swipe up and find that link, and Andy has a video on the website and text. You can read it, you can watch it, and it will explain the whole thing and what's next, at least as much as we know now. So that's going to do it for this week. As always, join us next Tuesday evening for Speaking of Grace or take it on the road with you. And of course, Wednesday morning as usual for episode 214. Thanks for listening and have a great week.